Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. Like God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. La, 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 la. Will all acquaintance be... For- it's that time of year where you fake your way through old Lang Syne because nobody knows the words. Yeah. What a dumb song. Can we wow. see that? <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song. It's dumb. It's the worst song. Is that does that song get played any other time of year or was it is it strictly for midnight on New Year's Eve? I think about this kind of thing all the time that you know we live in a pretty big world. There's a lot of people with a lot of different likes and dislikes yeah. and so things that you think are the absolute worst, you know, Rebecca Black's Friday, somebody somewhere that yeah. is their favorite song. You could hear a song that makes your ears barf, like vomit comes out of your ear for some weird reason, but somewhere on this planet, that's somebody's favorite song. And for somebody somewhere, Old Lang Syne, Lang Syne is, that is their song. favorite song. And they listen to it in July. They're listening to it in April. <laughs> oh, I don't mind it at midnight on New Year's Eve when I'm staring into my beautiful wife's eyes right before I smooch her like a mule eating an apple. Mm, romantic. Yeah. Yeah, that is coming up, isn't it? It is. In fact, uh, I think this is the last last pod of the year. That's, that's going to do it. That's what the cool kids call podcast now. Do they? The pod. I thought I knew something about podcasting. I've never called it a pod. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> wow. Uh, so... Typically on the last show of the week, we typically, it's been a while since we did a Friday podcast, isn't it? It has been a minute, yeah. Like, what have we been doing? Huh. We had a field trip to a brewery last Friday. Oh, that right, yeah. Do, and then you were away I on was vacation. away before that. So I was away. Yeah. It's been a minute. So typically in the last podcast of the week, we always talk about what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you doing? And really, we skipped the reading one because, well, <laughs> well, what, am actually, I a nerd? I'm going to talk about a book. Ooh, nerd alert. But I listened to it. I didn't read it. Okay. Yeah. That's so don't so bust my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking for things to do over the holiday break, I guess this could help fill the void in lieu of talking to friends and loved ones. We both watched... Again, this is the movie that nobody can remember the name of. The one where yes. Julia Roberts is not very likable. It's like Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind, that's the one. On Netflix. And <laughs> it's an interesting one. It is, and it's I'm so cautious of going, you gotta watch it because I think it might be Sometimes I kind of think it might not be all that good. Some people really enjoyed it. Some people did think it really stunk. But I enjoyed it. It was just the right movie at the right time. I liked it. You know, for most of the movie, I I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. It was kind of like a, it's not post-apocalyptic, but. It's end of the world. It's end of the world type thing where things are starting to go sideways and they're trying to figure it out. And there's some cool moments in that movie for sure. But But there's also a lot of stuff that you go, oh my God, that's kind of going on in the world right now yeah is are we at the end of times the whole premise is they're at this like airbnb style house mm-hmm. 
and things start going sideways. The owners of the house show up to bunk there because things are going sideways out in the big city. Yeah. And immediately my, my one thing that carried with through the entire movie is like, why didn't they just, why didn't they just leave? Why didn't the yeah, family when, that was renting the house just leave? Yeah. Ask for their money, but they probably didn't want to get a, a bad review on Airbnb. <laughs> like just go home. Yeah. Uh, but once you get past that, I didn't mind it. It was all right. Yeah. I've talked about this a couple of times, but I am really enjoying, it's called Bad Sisters. And it came out, I think a couple of years ago, maybe. It's Irish. It's about these five sisters. Uh, one of them is married to maybe the worst human being on the planet. And I know it's a fictitious character, but I've never hated a TV character more than this guy, JP. Ooh. He, like, oh, he is so obnoxious. It's the worst. But this show is so good. It's a dark, dark comedy. Um, the, and the Irish countryside, beautiful. I need to go there. Mm-hmm. I need to get over there immediately. The music is fantastic too. But Bad Sisters, I'm watching that on uh, Apple? Apple Plus, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just plowed through it and I don't know why. But there was this new kind of six-episode little series thing that came on Netflix about World War II. Mm. And it's kind of a, a it's kind of narrated and just tells you what was happening when and how this was all going down. And they have a bunch of footage from World War II, but it, it's uh, been colorized. Oh. So it's in color. And it's kind of weird to see to see it in color. Because you're used to seeing it all in black yeah. and white and super grainy. And it was interesting. Like, I... I did you just become a history buff? I think I know yeah, the Battle of Berlin. I know what that is now. No. Not a big deal. I know things. It was kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, see, yeah, that's the thing about this. These are not recommendations. This is just yeah. us talking about how we're whiling away the time. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just kind of details what happened during World War II. It's one yeah. of those things where I knew the broad strokes of it, but this gave a little more of the finer details. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what happened. Oh. Uh, and I listened to Getty Lee's book. That's, I didn't read it like a nerd. I put my headphones on. And I listened to 16 and a half hours of it, and it was bloody fantastic. Getty Lee, Canadian icon. Yeah, and I'm not, like, I like Rush, but I'm not one of those people who worships at the Church of Rush. I can I can take a few songs at a time, but I don't, I rarely listen to an, an entire album. But his book, he's such a hoser. He's so Canadian. And I just, I love the guy even more now after listening to this book. There was so much tragedy in that band's life too. Yeah, especially with uh, Neil Neil Peart. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, he went through some stuff. He sure did. And then he went through some stuff himself. But they had a weird dynamic in that band. Like he, like. He he was was a loner. He part of that band, the drumming. And he never hung out with them. He never did anything. He didn't even travel with them. No, most of the time he rode his motorcycle from show to show. And not most of the time, but he, uh, I also didn't know that he did not like flying. He, I don't know, he took a tour bus a lot. Yeah, it's kind of a cool story. Very interesting guy. Yeah, the Getty Lee book, all the way. If you, I don't know, even if you just like Rush, I highly recommend it. It's just so cool to hear Getty Lee tell the stories about what was going on behind the scenes while they were recording this, while they were recording that. And he, it's too, it's also refreshing because he calls out some people by name 
that he thinks are giant douchebags. Ooh, like who? What's a good well? Uh, I don't want to spoil it though. No, I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, consider me teased. Yeah, that's my hook. I get nothing out of this, but you have questions. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. You know, do you uh, you buy your dog? Um, a Christmas gift, right? We do, yeah. Yeah. You got a few things. You should buy your car a Christmas gift. Oh, that's a good idea. You know what you should get your car? An oil change from Lube City. My car would thank me. Yeah. With their expert advice. Yeah, oh. they've got 27 locations here in Alberta, too. You can find the one near you at lubecity.ca. Merry Christmas, car. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Bryce, we're just a few days away now. How's your, do you have anything in your Christmas tank yet? No, I'm running on fumes Christmas-wise. It's weird. I can't believe Christmas is on Monday. Today's Thursday. Christmas is on Monday. <laughs> My spirit isn't there. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, how is it this morning, Bryce? Do you have the Christmas spirit? Still don't, no. Wow, really? In fact, maybe it's taking a step back. No, why? I don't know. Just not vibing with it this year. Really? I think it came up really fast. The weather is unseasonably warm. I don't know. It's just not there for me. I haven't watched any movies. I haven't seen any TV shows. Hey, gang, we got to get Bryce's Christmas spirit up. What are we going to do? Chris had a suggestion. Oh, boy, this ought to be good. Uh, uh, can I please request a Christmas song? How about I Farted on Santa's Lap? Mm. Absolute certified jam should be played in all the stores this time of year. Okay, that is a good suggestion. Do you remember when we played that? Hang yeah. On, I think I still have it. Yeah, I found a CD song. Yeah. I don't want to hear the whole song, but... Mommy beans for dinner. You know I ate them all. Say come get your coat on. Go into the mall. Waiting there for Santa. I just want to hear the chorus once. The gas bubble grew bigger with every ho ho ho. I tried my best to hide it, that I was doing swell. But when I sat down on Santa's lap, he hollered, What's that smell? No, no, it's not quite doing it, but I do appreciate this song, though. Somebody at some point in time, the uh, the band is called the Little Stinkers, by the way. Yeah, kudos to those children for keeping a straight face while singing the chorus to that song. Somebody somewhere, probably a studio engineer or producer, maybe the person playing piano is like, Hey, Timmy, uh, can you come to the studio with me today? I got a song I need you. And the kid had to stand there and sing about farting on Santa's lap. Yeah, parents had to sign a waiver for their kids to be part of that. (laughs) Uh, I want to hear the whole thing, but not on the radio. I wonder if there are stories told about those children the same way as, you know, the kids that sang on uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, Floyd, the uh, (laughs) the choir on another brick in the wall. Is there a documentary called Where Are They Now about the Little Stinkers? Yeah. I would like to know where they are now. What are they up to? Do they run into problems like child actors? Yeah. Are they like um, the cast from Different Strokes? You know, a lot of problems. Look at that. Two different people texted in requesting the Weedus Christmas Dirtbag song. No, I did paperwork all day. From yesterday. 
no, I would love to play it again, but it was not a big hit in the hallways here. I don't believe it was. It was with you and I, and it was oh, with yeah. everybody who's listening, apparently. Clearly, everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that again. Oh, there's Jana, too. She says, I'm right there with you, not feeling it this year. Trying to. Yeah, like, I would like to. I just, I need it's to not f- like I'm sitting around going for long walks in the rain. It's just... It doesn't feel like Christmas is on Monday to me. You know what, everybody? We need to get Jana there, and we need to get Bryce there. What are we going to do, team? we got to fire them up with some Christmas spirit. Oh, boy. That just sounds exhausting. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow! Uh, somebody said, try teaching high school at this time of year. It's Christmas cheer crushing. So many kids emailing to say they'd like to complete assignments after the break because they've been too busy preparing for Christmas. Like, your job is preparing for school. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that would do it. Did you ever get an extension because uh, you were preparing for Christmas, Bryce? No, I can honestly say that was never on the table. No. Uh, the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. My, The clutching of pearls I did when I read that. Yeah. Students. What are you doing? I don't under... This one... Maybe Bryce needs to visit Candy Cane Lane during the day to get in the Christmas spirit. Mm. Didn't that work for you last year, Garner? No. No. No, no, I worry that would have the exact opposite effect. Yeah. Candy Cane Lane during the day is... We drove down there accidentally last year during the day, and it was around Christmas time. I don't know what we were doing over there, but... We drove down there, and I mean, my beautiful bride and I going, this is actually kind of depressing during the day. Beautiful neighborhood, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you you referenced this the other day, and it fits here as well. Like, have you ever been in a nightclub during the day? With all the lights on? With all the lights on, and you're seeing how dirty it actually is? It's the, you know what this is? It's like when you, um, when the fun house breaks down at the exhibition and they have to take a couple of panels off the front to uh, to work on it and you get a look inside it's just not right you don't want to see inside the fun house uh in the middle of the day you don't want to see candy cane lane in the middle of the day it'd be like seeing a mascot without its head on exactly you're not meant to see it you're candy cane lane is a nighttime activity and I, maybe that would boost my spirit but during the day it might just make me sad yeah well, even in my neighborhood, when you walk around during the daytime and you see all the deflated Christmas decorations, <laughs> just sort of <laughs> draped over a hedge. It's like Santa's like, Bleh. I don't like seeing that either. No, Christmas is a nighttime holiday. <laughs> it, is. it is. Christmas decorations are for nighttime. Uh, I appreciate the effort, though. Uh, the the suggestion. The Candy thought is Cane. there. Yeah, the, the thought of going to Candy Cane Lane. Yeah, let's flip it to nighttime and maybe it'll help. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, do you have the Christmas spirit yet? Are you there? Uh, I'm about 2% there. 2%? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking like high 70s at least. No, it's 2, maybe 3. Hey, everybody, we got to we gotta boost Bryce's Christmas spirit. What are we no. going to do to get him there? <laughs> I'm cool. Somebody said, why don't you go to Candy Cane Lane in the morning before the sun comes up? Well. Well, I, know, I live nowhere near Candy Cane Lane, so I'd have to drive out of my way. And you're at work. And then turn around and come here. Mm. No. Maybe at night. Maybe that'll turn my frown. And they got that thing at uh, Rad Torque Raceway. Oh, yeah. They got that as well. How fast are you allowed to go down the, the drag strip? Like, are we talking top speed? Pedal to the metal? Yeah. I I don't think so. Uh, Oh, let's get back to talking about what you're eating way too much of this time of year. I've just been, I talked yesterday, and I I don't know what else to call it other than a fudge bender. I've been on a fudge bender, Bryce. 
That's a pretty good bender to go on. Of all the benders you could do, fudge probably near the top. Yeah. I don't know what I did right this year to deserve so many different kinds of fudge. Every time I come home, there's something else going on in the kitchen, and I just can't stay out of it. Somebody did text earlier. I forgot about these things. I've had a very unhealthy barbecue hoops, corn chips, addiction over the past couple of months. Been able to cut down on everything else, including sweets, but not these glorious hoops. Great. Now I have a new problem. You know what those are, right? I do. Yeah, I've actually fallen onto that train a little bit in the last couple months as well. I can't stop. I have a bag of them in my house right now. Really? Oof. The hoops are solid. That's one of the secret ingredients that goes into my beautiful bride's nuts and bolts. Oh, not the hoops, though. The corn chips. The corn chip strips. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody else said, Good morning, team. Huh. Thanks for calling us a team. Please don't judge me. I tried stovetop stuffing for the first time. I'm addicted. Ooh. I can eat that whole box all by myself. It tastes amazing. This person is not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I mean, it's just stovetop stuffing. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's pretty easy to make. Anybody who looks down on stovetop stuffing is no friend of mine. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because they don't serve it at the country club you belong to. (laughs) But regular people love stovetop stuffing. Yeah, high society might look down on stovetop, but not us. Yeah, I don't care. No, that's fine. I'm glad you finally discovered it. Oh, somebody else. I bought a box of those gross licorice all sorts for my dad for Christmas. Oh, terrible. And as they were sitting, waiting to be wrapped... I got an awful craving for them, so I have now eaten half the box. Ooh. I'm definitely eating too many licorice all sorts, Stacy. So, Stacy, will you give your dad the half-eaten box of licorice all sorts, or will you go get a new box? I certainly hope it's a new one. Yeah. Ooh, huh. Sean just texted and said butter tarts. It is, we are in the thick of butter tart season. Well, and I told you about that liqueur I found at home, hey? That's right. It's yeah. butter tart liqueur. Because sometimes... You don't have time for alcohol and a butter tart. So now there's a delivery system in the form of a liquid. It's bloody fantastic. It's time of year for all snacks. It's really prime time. Yeah. This is what we train for. Well, I know. Are licorice all sorts the official dad gift? Because somebody else said, I buy my dad licorice all sorts too. I think all dads love lick. All dads love to stand in front of the TV and watch TV while standing, and they love licorice all sorts. I can't stand those all sorts. Uh, you're not a dad, Bryce. Black licorice? Ooh. One day, like, I don't know, maybe one day you and your beautiful best girl will decide to welcome a little baby Bryce into the world, but then that's when you develop your taste for the licorice all sorts. It'll hit you. Yeah, do they, they should just put it in the uh, vending machines in the maternity ward. Yeah, it'll just come out of nowhere and pow. Next thing you know, you'll be craving... Black licorice with shards of something all over it. <laughs> it's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Somebody said I had a friend back in high school who would bring a box of stovetop stuffing to every house party we had <laughs> any time of the year. He'd get drunk, then fire up the stovetop. Best drunk snack. Wow. I love his commitment to the stovetop stuffing. I don't know what impresses me more. Uh, that it was stovetop that he made at every party or the fact that it was in high school. Yeah. You know, that doesn't seem like a high school kid thing. Because at one point, he'd have to be like, everybody out. Like, he'd have to clear people out of the kitchen so he could make the stovetop. I like that. Going, yeah, is that at someone's house? Asking where the pots and pans are? Uh, somebody else said, all homemade stuffing sucks. Oof. Especially the kind that people say is the best. Oh it's usually full of garbage like cranberry or sausage. 
good in their own right, but serve no good. But serve no good purpose in stuffing. Wow. That's maybe the most appalling thing I've ever heard. What, that that all homemade stuffing sucks? Yeah. How dare you? All stuffing is beautiful. Uh, is it? Except the ones with nuts in it. See, yeah, I turned the corner on that. I hate walnuts. Can't stand them. But uh, our recipe has walnuts in it. No, lose those, then you got me. Okay. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. See this text that just came in? No. It says, hey, Garn, I just saw a Mercedes convertible with the top down on 109th Street and 82nd Avenue. Is it too early or too late for having the top down? Yes. It's minus six outside. I saw a guy just a couple of weeks ago, same thing. He was cruising around with his top down, and it was... I looked down, I was driving home from work one morning and I would look down at the dash and it's like minus four, minus five, something like that. I automatically assume either um, he's got the farts Mm -hmm. or the roof is broken. Yeah. It doesn't look enjoyable. Like I know it's been a mild start to the winter season, but... uh, Not that mild. Not that mild, boy. Uh, what's going on in office buildings downtown? Sometimes I just wonder, what's it like to work in an office building with many, many floors of strangers in an elevator? Well, this person said, I just rode the elevator up with a coworker that was carrying a charcuterie board. Ooh. <laughs> Did you cast judgment? I feel people judge so hard when you show up with a charcuterie board. It's always like, mm. Are those olives organic? Charcuterie board is one of those things that uh, it's never, I've never been blown away. I've never had my socks knocked off by charcuterie board. I'm ready for 2024 to be the year that we officially just admit that they're not that great. I don't know. Quite often, that's my lunch. I don't call it a charcuterie board, but I'll put together a bunch of random stuff on a plate. Yeah, it's basically a disassembled sandwich. Or sometimes I'll use one of those plastic cutting boards that you can put in the dishwasher. I'll assemble my charcuterie <laughs> board on a plastic cutting board just to see what people think. It's You know what, though? If I was bringing a charcuterie board to work, I would put a tea towel over it or something so people don't stare at it in the elevator. And then I'd put it in the staff fridge while no one was looking because there's always someone that doesn't like something on your board. And for some reason, they feel like they've got a license to tell you, eh, I don't like prima donna cheese. I don't like turkey pepperoni. Well, then don't eat it. Don't even get me started on the politics of charcuterie. Oh, my God. There are a lot of politics. Don't kid yourself. Don't kid yourself. It is a nasty, two-faced world of charcuterie. Yeah, it is just Backstabbing. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Just know, whoever you are that just rode the elevator up with a charcuterie board, know that your coworkers are judging it right now behind your back. Can you imagine if it's not for a party? They just brought That's, that's just, just their lunch. That's, they brought in for their lunch. Oh, fancy. <laughs> that would be pretty impressive, actually. Uh, do my kids get a charcuterie board? Grapes, cheese, and turkey. Yes, that's a junior charcuterie is what you... Basically... A craft Lunchable is uh, is a charcuterie board. It's a very expensive one that you can do yourself for one tenth of the price. Wow, that's very that's that's really true. Actually, it kind of is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Someone just wrote the same thing. Charcuterie boards are just fancy adult Lunchables. Uh huh. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. We talk about food on this show a lot, like lots. 
and the topic of charcuterie boards came up. I'm pretty confident in the way I say it now, too. Like a year ago, I would have probably gone, charcuterie board? Like I would have sort of mumbled it because I didn't know how to say it. Nothing now, makes you feel fancier. Yes. Charcuterie. I'll have the charcuterie, please. Somebody said charcuterie boards are put together by pretentious knobs with no self-esteem. Oh. <laughs> Grr. Oh, I hate myself so much that I'm going to spend a couple of hours assembling a collection of well-liked cheeses, meats, and nuts for the people I love. I'm so full of self-loathing. Yeah, the self-esteem part kind of. I don't get that part. No. You lost me on that part a bit. Uh, somebody else. Charcuterie boards, the bane of my existence. Ooh. I had a parent in my youngest's kindergarten class bring a really fancy one on bake sale day. No one touched it, which honestly didn't surprise me. Hey, look, what five-year-old doesn't enjoy a rock-hard stone wheat cracker <laughs> with a nice chutney, maybe some pea shoots? <laughs> wow. I thought it would work perfectly. And I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm just thinking about this too. Like, is it a charcuterie if I go home today and I walk into my kitchen and I go to the fridge and I grab, you know, two or three slices of maple leaf honey ham, a craft single, and four Ritz crackers. Is that a charcuterie board? Sounds delightful to me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't hear any mistakes on that one. Oh, have we run out of charcuterie board track? I think so. I think yeah, that now, might have to do it. Yeah, more people are saying they're adult Lunchables. They really are. Yeah. Like, that was your kid's introduction to... Sh no wonder millennials are buying charcuterie boards in restaurants now. They grew up on the Kraft Lunchable, which is just a plastic charcuterie board full of sodium that you paid way too much for. Yeah, they really are kind of a one-hit wonder, aren't they? Yeah. Uh... Anyone who doesn't love adult Lunchables, charcuterie, needs a hug. Yeah. <laughs> or they have no self-esteem. Yeah. Why do you have such low self-esteem? <laughs> I don't get that one. If you're still out there, can you? what is it about pretentious snobs and low self-esteem? I don't know. To me, it shows like you're having people over and you put some effort into it. Like it's okay to pour a bag of Doritos into a bowl and that's good enough. But when somebody puts together, they, they assemble the meats and cheeses themselves, that, that's extra effort. That's points for effort. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. A couple of people have asked the question, uh, when you just sort of assemble a meat tray with meats, cheeses, maybe some pickles and all, isn't that technically a charcuterie board? Does it all come down to the board you serve it on? I, I don't know. Like a char charcuterie board typically has a few nuts on it as well, right? I don't know. I'm not the president of charcuterie. I'm just the guy who learned how to say it. And now I feel fancy. Colin said, hey, Garn and Bryce, this is the last year that folks will be able to enjoy or ignore Nutty Club products. Don't forget to load up and treat your guests with true Canadian confections while you can. Or don't. I mean, really. Does anyone actually buy that stuff? How dare you, Colin? How dare you? Nutty Club is a, it's a national treasure, but only until the end of January, because they're shutting it down. Also, this is a safe place to admit this, right? I had no idea that Nutty Club was Canadian until a couple of weeks ago when I read that it was going out of business. I think they're, that's Winnipeg, isn't it? And now I ask myself, 
Where am I going to get those peanuts with the spiky hard candy shell on them? Where? Where am I going to get spearmint leaves? Who doesn't love a nice, fresh spearmint leaf, huh? Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.